Across the Streams podcast, Kip Ione here, your host, season five launching with a brand new segment from the pod here called Hashtag Reading Out Loud. I'm going to bring you content that I've created on my Medium platform, medium.com backslash at KION, which is all writings. Uh, for a long time, since I was a little kid, I've really enjoyed writing. So I've been doing a lot of writing over the last couple years especially, and I know some of you are I'm lucky enough to have you have written that, but I know reading is a lost art, and it's not on your to-do list. So I'm going to give you kind of an audio book format uh, in this new segment. It's another way to, to get the pod out more consistently. I know interviews will we'll keep a lot of our old old favorites, hometown heroes, listen up with David Gunn, useful information with Coach Jack Martino, calling men in with Jeff Matsushita and Carly Rohner. But reading out loud is going to be a weekly segment because we can get content out quicker. I've got a huge library of written word, so to speak, on medium.com. So I'm going to give it to you here. Audiobook, 10, 15 minute quick hits, and we'll have you on your way. Brand new, Cross the Stream, Season 5, Reading Out Loud. Not just now, always. Claims from coaches and parents that young athletes need sports to cope with mental health issues are grounded in good intentions, but fall flat if used solely as a mechanism to get back to games during the pandemic we're all living through. These kids have to get out on that field. Their mental health is at stake. My team needs this game or I worry about their mental well-being. Without sports, I don't know how my kids will cope with what is happening. You've heard these claims from various folks since COVID-19 took off this year. You've read, listened, or maybe even said some version of these things yourself. From coaches to parents to administrators or even some young athletes, people have railed against the loss of competitive sports seasons due to virus restrictions from the government, conferences, and athletic associations. I'm here to challenge the authenticity of some of those claims. First, let me establish a few things. I'm entering my 12th season as an NCAA Division III head men's basketball coach. I love my job, my players, and everything associated with coaching basketball for a living. It's a, a reality where we don't have games this year. is very hard to swallow for me. I totally admit that. One of the most difficult parts of the job has been, and I believe will always be, encouraging players in my program, young men age 18 to 22, with mental health issues to trust me enough to not only disclose their struggles, but also utilize the resources our program and our campus can provide them. I myself, I suffer from general ang ang generalized anxiety disorder. I was diagnosed after the birth of my first child and know full well the spectrum of challenges and triumphs uh, mental illness puts on folks. With all of that background in mind, let me add in that I do believe sports play a pivotal role in the lives of all young people who participate in them. I believe they have the ability to transform lives if coached intentionally to build life skills through the sports they're playing. I would not have dedicated my career to attempting to do just that for all the players that I've had if I did not hold those beliefs. However, throughout my 20 plus years of collegiate coaching and what I now know to be a lifelong personal experience and relationship with mental illness, I'm saddened to say I hold a great deal of apprehension in believing many of the voices today raging to play before the damage to kids is irreversible. Why do I say this? Knowing that the challenges in the very real world of mental health are a daily, daily thing for a lot of people. It's simple. Because pre-COVID, many of these people who are screaming for sports in the mental health fight would not have been able to check the box of ally to their players struggling with those things. In reality, I fear many of them found a hot-button term 
they have a passing understanding of and are wielding at minimum to get back to their own personal normal. Folks who do happen to be using mental health concerns regularly uh, in the argument to open up a sports team and season of play, before you go all in on that claim, ask yourself the following to gauge the sincerity of what you're arguing. Number one, were you clamoring for the awareness and management of these mental health issues prior to the pandemic? Can you look back on your time as a coach, parent, mentor for the young athletes you serve and point to moments you made it known that you were there for anyone experiencing mental health issues? No matter where you and your athletes exist on the spectrum of sports, youth sports, high school, college, pro, there have been and are professionals with resources and the expertise necessary to help you help athletes with these struggles. Did you know of them pre-COVID? Did you search them out pre-COVID? Did you incorporate that pathway into your action items you presented players who discussed their struggles to you? If you did, 1,000 salutes to you and hope you are still doing it to this day. Fantastic. If you didn't, you had a hole in your approach in your approach then to your players, and COVID is only exposing that hole now. Big second question to gauge your authenticity. Did you, prior to the pandemic, vet the day-to-day existence you provide as a coach through the lens of, does being part of this program help or hinder the kids on my team I know are struggling? If you haven't ever videotaped yourself coaching or instructing athletes before, do it. Seeing ourselves in action is an opportunity to gauge what our players see and feel when dealing with us. If you're under the impression that authoritarian, dictator-like screaming fits from you are going to help a player out of the wilderness of mental health, you're sadly mistaken. If you think the added stress of winning and losing, competing and failing, will automatically be a bridge to feeling better for kids dealing with mental health issues, you are purposely naive or uninformed. You can't promise players that every second of every season they get to play will be roses and clear skies. Arguing they need sports back ignores the truth that sports themselves inherently come with conflict and strife. Third authenticity check. Do you believe your sport is the only treatment your athlete has to cope with their illness? Do you believe that that is a sustainable, lifelong method of management for them? Mental illness and coping with it is a long haul. There are no quick fixes, and even if scoring 20 points or saving 14 shots on goal could be diagnosed as an instant relief, those are fleeting. Your players with mental health issues need long-term, professionally researched strategies. They need a practice plan that outlasts their 40-yard dash or their power clean max as a 20-something. Many folks turn to alcohol and drugs to mask or give temporary reprieve from the symptoms of mental illness. What so many are arguing for now puts sports in that same vein of short-term escapes. Your players need you to help them build lasting solutions. Are you actually the one in need of your sport for your own mental and emotional well-being? Or, and who are you willing to put in potential danger to achieve your balance? I want the season. I need the normalcy of using my whistle and controlling a practice. I need the rush of game day. I would admit, I would admit to all these being true of me. And I'd imagine my reading this, and I'd imagine many of you reading this would as well. There is no shame in admitting that the problem arises when we don't truthfully acknowledge that our screams to start the season are more for our own well-being than for our supposed concerns for our athletes. Many of us are lifers in the sports we coach, and while the reality of our own dependency on the norms we have enjoyed have been thrust in our face by COVID-19, we can't allow ourselves to hold struggling kids up as a shield to get our way. 
mental health issues have been and are always going to be very real. Sports have never been, are not, and never will be a magic cure. They cannot protect us from the virus, and even when it has run its course, mental health will still be a very real thing for athletes you deal with. Your ability to help them cannot be as simple as, let's have a season, and will require you to grow on your knowledge of true resources to share. At the very least, exploring where you land with the questions I've listed above and during this reading will allow you to continue your argument for the season with a clearer conscience. At best, the self-vetting might stop you from being inauthentic in the claims you are using to get back to a normal that only serves yourself. As parents, educators, coaches, and simple human beings, we owe it to the youth we serve to be better. Not just now, always. Medium.com backslash at K-I-O-N-I-O-A-N-E from November 23rd, 2020. Content reminder. The opinions expressed on today's episode are those of the hosts and guests alone and should not be viewed as reflective of the opinions of the institutions or employers of the hosts and guests.